Happy Monday. Welcome to the Stephen Knight Show. Hope you're having a great one. We're going to try our best to make it better for you tonight. Tonight we welcome singer-songwriter Kay Soul. She has a new single called Prophet of Man. And then in Hot Topics, breaking down everything everyone's talking about. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, uh, they have a 50-50 household where they both um, contribute in, uh, 50-50. And she doubles down on that after everyone online had an opinion. Then Carmelo Anthony, he is retiring from NBA. Can you believe it? After 19 season, uh, he is retiring. We'll talk about that. And then um, NAACP has issued a travel advisory for the state of Florida. Um, they're saying it's an all-out attack on Black Americans and other groups. See why they're blaming uh, their governor, DeSantis. And then the 31-year-old woman has an affair with a 13-year-old boy who she uh, gives birth to their baby. Find out what her punishment is. One of my are all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course our official website, thestevennightshow.com. Check us out on TikTok. If you'd rather watch, is go on our YouTube channel and The Stephen Knight Show. When we come back, question of the day and hot topics. Right back after this. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. I Trouble she causing the way that she rocking and shaking her too much. Only not far too much. For the homie, she fuck a cat eye. All the men is scatter. Now I'm bending, I want you to check When you tie your lapa and you wear your skin tight, when you rocking your too much. Bang it, I want my ring. Chamu, I want take you. Anything you want, I give it to you. Take my knee, my money, my car, my clothes, my everything. Testing the 
nigga they kissing you But they droop as she checking, checking, checking Well play you now, see fun, get capping Like I said before, hungry line blocking You leave it, another scam and we'll bop it Grab it, squeeze it, we'll dry face That it done, you will be trying how to catch it You know you missing the casa by Roberto Fix it, oh fire, trying how to catch it Then you won't speak serious now till they get Pretty girl, let me take you out of dinner I got a cheddar, forgive me, I was a sinner Gonna be better from January down to December Take trips, go to spots even in the winter So sexy, gorgeous and beautiful Everything that we do is so memorable I'm feeling you from your head down to your toes Don't have to speak on it, I'm gonna show That's the nigga they chasing, but they chupa she jacking. Mangue never suffer, suffer. Mangue never suffer, suffer. I'm with I on the waiting, but I'm in the setting. That's the nigga they chasing, but they chupa she jacking, jacking. Anytime she walking, yeah. the boy them be watching. Yeah. Anytime she walking, yeah. the boy them be jacking. Yeah. Baby girl, you temptation. Anytime you turn girl, you confusion. Yeah. Baby girl, you temptation. Anytime you turn girl, you confusion. That's the nigga they chasing, but they drew past she jacking. Mangue never suffer, suffer. Mangue never suffer, suffer. I'm with I on the waiting, but I'm in the setting. That's the nigga they chasing, but they drew past she jacking.
Yo, what's up? This is Daryl. It's Rhea. It's Paco. It's Aja, and we're the Walls Group, and you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Get this cleavage tonight. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Hope you are having a great Monday. Tonight we welcome very special guest, Kay Soul. She has a brand new single called Prophet of Man. She's a very talented singer-songwriter. For Madra all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course our official website, the thestephennightshow.com. Check us out on TikTok. If you'd rather watch, us go on our YouTube channel, The Stephen Knight Show. All right, Chika is out celebrating his birthday. His birthday was last Wednesday, so he'll be back next Monday. So happy uh, belated birthday to him. But my brother, my big brother, is uh, back in, uh, stepping in for Chike. We just got back from Virginia yesterday celebrating my little brother, our little brother, um, and seeing family. So it was good to catch up with family, as always. Uh, lyrics, what them, tell them about yourself. You know, you're an artist. You have great music. I know you're working on a lot of things. What can you tell us? Hey, you know, I'm just I'm just pounding the pavement still. I'm working on a new album right now. I have a lot of shows coming up. And I'm also about to be a part of a uh, web series where I get to, I get to get my display my acting abilities. You know? Okay. Yeah, you know, and, and being a dad. That's all. And being a dad. And where can everybody keep up with uh, all your, your great stuff you have going on? So on on Instagram and Twitter, you can find me at lyrics, L-Y-R-I-C-S-0122. And on there, I have a link in my bio, my link, link tree, and it brings you all to all my music pages, YouTube pages, Facebook, anything, any platform, I'm on that's on there. All right. And Ms. Lanier, I see you looking beautiful tonight. Got your shirt, got your little beautiful shirt on. We said we we did a little something different this week. This week. <laughs> not intentional, huh? <laughs> not intentional. Right. I was like, you know what, fuck it. They're going to get this cleavage tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, y'all, y'all, my bad. I said, y'all looking all good. I look like I just came out of boxing gym or something. Oh, no. No, no, no. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. From the waist down, it's sweatpants, honey. Don't even, don't get it. Don't get it twisted. It's sweatpants and fuzzy slippers from the waist down. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> well, listen, our question of the day is, have you ever looked through your significant other's phone and what did you find? I'll start with you, Lanier. Absolutely not. Um, no. <laughs> so, like, if we're like looking at something on our phones, we may do that. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, well, they look at this or, you know, whatever. But not that whole creeping, let me go look and see what's going on. No, I don't believe it. I got to do all that. Then I don't need to be with you. Exactly. And I'm good. And you can have my, I believe in passwords, though, only because if you lose your phone, um, that could be a problem if your phone is open and somebody finds it. But I believe in passwords and he can have mine and, you know, and vice versa. So, yeah, I'm leaving that. <laughs> what about you, Larry? No, I never did that, man. I'm, I've never been like a jealous person, right? And I'd be so unconcerned with little stuff. You know, I just don't. Sometimes me and my wife be watching the movie, her phone ring, it be right by me. I don't even look down and see who it is. <laughs> Ain't none of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't do it either. I, you don't talk, don't come to the light sooner or later. Exactly, exactly. I'm stressing myself like that because you ain't gonna be able to keep it on that phone, but for so long until you start messing up, till you start slipping up, messing up, and that'll be in your actions. I ain't even got to worry about the phone. That'll be in your actions. Right. Exactly. Exactly. 
Well, Twitter says, let us know, have you ever looked at your significant other's phone and what did you find? Someone did say they found their other, the, their significant other's other significant other out of their two relationships. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, Gary reunion, uh, you know, she had the internet buzzing last week. You know, she revealed that she splits the bills 50-50 with Dwayne Wade. Excuse me, folks online spilled all kinds of onions about marriage roles. Gabby and Wade reacted with a short clip of them acting unbothered caption. I love when he matches my energy 50 50 over here. But over the weekend, as the viral, as the viral talks of the, their expenses continue, Gabrielle offered additional insight into their household dealings. She said, every household is different and doing what's best for you and yours is the key. And what some don't understand is that I'm hundred percent responsible for three other households and D has even more. The majority of those households are elderly or my elderly people are minors. We both come from families that step up to help care for children or elderly relatives. So being able to be with someone who meets me halfway and lightens up my load gives me peace and support. Gabby wrote in the Instagram uh, comment section. And she said, he's offered to cover me, trust, but that's not my ministry, nor brings me peace. All that I say, I love how we recognize that uh, there's billions of ways to exist and you just got to find what's right for you. And that brings you peace. I found mine uh, and just put red, red heart um, emoji. So if you remember, she was on um, an episode of Bloomberg Originals, I Did Generation. And that's where she uh, expressed that they have a 50-50 household. And of course, everyone was saying, well, he makes so much more money. Why is this? You know, And there was a lot of uh, back and forth, but she later explained it. What do you think lyrics of her explanation? For, for me, it's to each his own, man. But I agree with her because I, I think as a in a in a partnership, everybody's supposed to carry their own weight. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, if you if if you fall short somewhere or you struggling for a moment, I need to be there for my wife. I'm gonna be there for her. I ain't gonna let her struggle. But I for me personally, everybody has their own opinion. I'm not gonna be in the house with somebody just not paying no bills. It's not happening. You know what I mean? That's how it should be. But we are a partnership. This is a team. This is a collaborative effort. So it ain't collaborative if I'm doing everything. You know? Right, exactly. That's my take. What about you, uh, Lania? So my boyfriend and I, we have this conversation, um, you know, all the time. Um, you know, when we when they talk about, you know, when we talk about couples on the show and yeah. stuff like that. This hasn't, we kind of touched on this a little while ago and realistically, right? The only way you can really split things down the line 50-50 is if you sit down and be like, this, this is what you put in, this is what you put in. So when it comes to relationships, um, sometimes I'm going to be an 80 and he's going to be a 20. Sometimes he's going to be 70 and I'm going to be 30. Um, but together we going to hit that hundred percent and making sure that our household is covered. Mm -hmm. And I get Gabrielle is saying in regards to, they have other households because I have two parents who are dealing with health issues mm -hmm. and outside of their, their income that they have, then it's my income to help supplement what they can't get right. off of their income. So I'm grocery shopping for three households. I'm finishing up the rest of bills that 
I might they they checks might not be able to cover because something else extra came in. So I'm handling those things for my parents. Right. Um, and also on top of that, having had the conversation, like you know what I mean. Um, depending on the dynamic, like right now, my mom is in the house with my brother. Um, but with my dad, my dad is by himself. He's cool right now, but he gets to a point he can't be by himself. Guess where he coming? Because yeah. we don't believe in somebody in homes. Just like with my boyfriend's mom, she gets to a point, you know, and, you know, God willing, that's down the line. They, she coming with us. Mm-hmm. She's going to live in house with us. You know what I mean? Until, 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 until. Period. Right. Yeah. So I understand what she says by we're taking care of, you know, I'm taking care of these households over here because people tend to forget just because you have money, right? You have responsibility. And their their money is different, right? Because they're living a certain lifestyle. So they what they what they've done is they've set their um, closest relatives up, especially those elder ones, so they can take care of them. Mm-hmm. So I definitely get what she's saying, and I appreciate it. And I know me, and my dude already know. Um, we in the same household, like we tackling this together. It's no. And I and I know the old school way of thinking of the man that's supposed to pay the bills. Listen, I like to uh, work and and you know what I mean put put my thing in. There are things that I'm good at that my dude is not. And there's things he's amazing at that I'm not. So we balance each other, and it works. So whatever works for you, please don't let the internet <laughs> like get in your mind and jack you up. Please don't do. Right, right. And it's crazy because a lot of people that comment on this story are people they're not in that tax bracket. They're not taking care of multiple families. They they can't relate to their that family and what that what you know. They're still living at home in their mama basement. Right, exactly, exactly. But I do agree what she said. You have to find what works for you and yours, and then go that way. All right, well, Carmel Anthony. He is hanging up the jersey. The basketball great announced this Monday he's retiring from the NBA after 19 seasons. Uh, He posted a heartwarming video to social media where he recapped his great career. So I remember the days when I had nothing, just a ball on the court and a dream of something more. He began saying in the clip, I'm forever grateful for those people and places because they made me, Carmelo Anthony. But now the time has come for me to say goodbye to the court where I made my name, to the game that gave me purpose and pride. The 10-time NBA All-Star, who was also one of basketball's greatest scorers, said on the IG video, this bittersweet goodbye to NBA, I'm excited for what the future holds for me. When people ask what I believe my legacy, it's not my feet on the court that comes to mind, nor the awards or praise, because my story has always been more than basketball. And he went on to uh, say that the legacy is now with his 16-year-old son, Kyan. He said, my legacy now forever lives on through you. Now, just about Carmelo Anthony's career, he was a star athlete during his college career. He famously led Syracuse to its first national men's basketball title when he was a freshman before going pro. Mel has played in the NBA since 20, 2003. He was drafted by the Denver Nuggets as the third overall pick in the 2003 NBA draft. Over his career, he has achieved numerous accolades, including being named All-Star 10 times and winning three Olympic gold medals with Team USA. In addition to the Nuggets, Carmelo played for New York Knicks, 
Oklahoma City Thunder, Houston Rockets, Portland Trailblazers, and the Los Angeles Lakers in the NBA. As a member of Team USA, he, he won three Olympic gold medals, uh, 2016 in Rio, 2012 in London, and 2008 in Beijing. So <clears throat> when you look at someone who's almost on a 20-year career and saying goodbye to it, uh, do you think that you think I'm sure it's bittersweet, but do you think it's something that he's ready for, or do you feel like it's just something that's inevitable happens with time? I'll ask you, uh, Lanier. Um, I think for him it's time. Um, I think depending on the player and where they are in their life, yeah. Um, keep it all the way funky with you. You know, you would people could probably try to say that about LeBron because he's the age that he is, but that dude is playing you hear me he invests like he invests in his temple like he really invests during that off season he really invests like he ain't slacking he ain't partying he ain't doing none of that mm -hmm. so i think it all depends on the player and carmelo anthony may just be somewhere else mentally because he hasn't played um up to par in a long time you know what i mean like it's been a long time because you really, really heard about Melo really getting down on the court like that. Mm -hmm. um, even with him having been played, he's been playing all his time, you know, minus the injuries and stuff. But, you know, he might just be in that mind frame, like, you know what, let me let me go out now as healthy as I am um, and just go out on a good note and hopefully he finds something um, that he can do, you know what I mean, that will fill that void of basketball not being there. What are your thoughts, Lyrics? Well, first, salute to Carmelo because he had an amazing career. You know what I mean? And I feel like he can still contribute to a team off the bench, like anywhere between 15, 16 points a night. But, you know, like four or five years ago, they tried to ostracize him for the league, and it took a lot of campaigning to get him back in. And then this year, nobody picked him up. So, I, And then I've been seeing him in a lot of workouts with his son, making sure his son is, you know what I mean, developing like he want him to and like he wants to. So I guess he just felt like, man, there's no need to continue to keep going through this. Let me just worry about my son and let him be the best best basketball player he could be and let me be the best father I could be to him, you know what I mean? So hats off to him, man. He's still a young man. He's not young at basketball standards, but he's a young guy. And you know what I mean? It's time for him to go do some other things. He, he got a other, lot of other things he do anyway, so. Absolutely. He, he'll be Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they highlighted him on CBS Mornings, I believe it was early this year, and he does a lot, um, even a lot yeah. for his community. And so I'm sure he'll find something that will fill that void for him. So wish him well in his next chapter. All right, well, the NAACP issued a travel advisory for the state of Florida on Saturday, citing an all-out attack on Black Americans and other groups. The advisory comes as a response to what the NAACP calls aggressive attempts to erase Black history and restrict diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in Florida schools by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Florida is openly hostile towards African-Americans, people of color, and LGBT plus individuals. Before traveling to Florida, please understand that the state of Florida devalues and marginalizes the contributions of the challenges faced by African-Americans and other uh, communities of color. Under the leadership of Governor DeSantis, the state of Florida has become a hostile to Black Americans and in direct conflict with the de uh, de democratic ideas that our nation was founded upon. He should know that dem democracy will prevail because it de the defenders are prepared to stand up and fight. We are not backing down. 
we are encouraged our allies to join us in the battle for the soul of our nation. This is from the NAAC president and CEO, Derek Johnson. And so they asked him in an interview, are you saying, are you telling Black Americans don't go to Florida? He said, I'm telling them to be mindful of it. Uh, because, you know, they have the issue with Disney. Disney, they had this huge uh, uh, facility. They were opening up 20,000 jobs. They put that to a halt because of Ron DeSantis and his stands on the LGBT community. And then he's doing these other laws against women rights, against black rights and things like that. Um, what do you think about uh, the NWCB issuing this travel advisory lyrics? I, I, I think it's good to, 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 to make our people that's unaware aware. Cause like me, a person like me, I don't watch the news. I don't be, you know what's going on all the time. So, I mean, we touched on this a little bit yesterday, and I, I was just like, oh, wow, really? Mm -hmm. But also, I have friends that live in Florida, and they tell me the racist encounters that they have had with, you know, other people, and they really have to, like, in certain cases, have to hurt these people, man, because yeah. they really beside themselves, you know? And it's just, it's just sad and unfortunate that we have to continue to go through this kind of stuff, man. That's why, me personally, I stay away from places like that, because I know I'm going to go to jail, or I'm going to get kicked vice versa you know what i mean but it's just i just i just it just makes me sick to my stomach man it's not a lot of stuff that rouses me up but this kind of stuff right here man it really gets to me man so all our people please be aware man that's all i can say absolutely um you know we touch on you know political stuff you know when we when we do the show so um i am not surprised and, you know, Florida has been a hotbed for some time now. And of course, it's even worse. You know, you have to be, you have to be the most miserable person to want to fight Disney. Right. Like you have right. to be else. utterly and completely miserable to want to go to war with Disney. Um, that means your balls are small. That's what it means. <laughs> um, and what I... For me personally, I never got to go back to Florida a day in my life, and I will be okay with that. Um, and I would I would say to other people, don't go to Florida. I mean, besides, and, and I don't know if we talked about this before, you know, that atrocious immigration bill that's supposed to start July 1st, mm -hmm. where <laughs> you got, you got immigrants running up out of there you hear me like who gonna do y'all farming who gonna do your hard labor like things are heck listen florida is about to get shut down that's what's about to happen florida is going to get shut down because if you're telling people well if you have like it was a young lady she's spanish her parents she was born here but her parents weren't and her parents lived with her and they said that bill would entitle them to go to her house, get her locked up, and deport her parents. Mm -hmm. So she's like, ah, I'm scared to go outside. Yeah. You understand what I'm doing? All the all the all the um hard laborers who were doing all that farming over there, yo, all of that has ceased. Mm -hmm. All of that has ceased. Like they have high tailed it up out of there. Who won't mow your lawn? Who gonna wash your windows? Who gonna do all that stuff for you? The, the, the stuff that 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 menial work 
that Americans really don't want to do. Those immigrants are doing that. You understand what I'm saying? Especially over there. Mm -hmm. And he is just, he is, whoo. I don't know what happened to him as a child, but that's a different kind of evil. Yeah. It's a different kind of evil. And yeah. I don't know what you can do to stop that eating. We know what needs to be done. Right. But people are not willing to really be collective and come to collectively come together. You know what I mean? Like Florida is going to fall by the wayside, period. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, that'll just be the start. Once you see Florida fall and that demise, anybody else who tries to follow suit should take note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, um, he um, is expected to announce that he's running for president. It was no surprise to anybody um, on Wednesday. But someone said it best. If you think he'll be good, if you want to see what kind of president be, he is, he would be, see how he's running for him. See how he's running for him. You know who just announced that they're running for president? Him and Scott. I almost my pants. Oh, my God. Well, you, need to look up, you need to look at his... Mofo. Uh, you need to look at his oh rally. His rally. Man, it. you got you got to look him up. Just look up. Just look. Up. He's a Republican. He's black. Right. But you got to look him up. Okay. And if you if you know who uh, if you ever watched Fat Albert, because I don't know how old you are. Yeah, I watched Fat Albert. Just look at his face and see who he look like. Mm-hmm. Then think about Fat Albert. He look like Mushmouth. Yes, he does. Well, he was saying uh, in his in his he had a rally. And he was saying they called him a token. They called him um, something else. And they called him the N-word when he went against Biden. And he, I, he, someone broke down on TikTok, his, uh, that thing. It was hilarious. Oh. I don't miss Mike went out on him. He goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Chappelle did that in the skit. I don't remember which one. Dave. Right. Uh, oh my God. I, he's like Clarence Bigsby. Off of the day to <laughs> All right, well, our last story. So a 31-year-old Colorado woman who confessed to sexually abusing a 13-year-old boy has been sentenced to 90 days in jail, according to KKTV. The woman also gave birth to a baby fathered by the boy. Now, according to Outlet, Andrea Serrano will serve 90 days in jail minus seven days she's already served. This decision was made after the family of the alleged sexual assault victim condemned the court for initially allowing Serrano to accept the plea deal with no jail time. The initial plea deal solely consisted of Serrano serving 10 10 years to life on a sex offender intensive supervised probation. Uh, The victim's mother reportedly spoke to KKTV after the plea deal was offered in March. She said, I feel like my son was robbed of his childhood. Now he's having to be a father. He's a victim. He's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. I feel like she, if she was a man and he was a little girl, it would definitely be different. Uh, they would be seeking more. I feel like because he's not a woman, they're not. They're having compassion for her. Additionally, the 13-year-old uh, mother shared sentiments in court and she reportedly explained that giving the 31-year-old no jail time for sexually abusing and having a child with a minor would set a bad example for the community. She said she needs to go to jail. During Serrano's sentencing, she reportedly expressed her desire to apologize to the victim, his family, her family, and her children. According to KKTV, 31 will be serving her jail time next week. 
the found police reportedly began investigating the 31 year old after she was, they received a tip about her alleged crime in June of last year, according to the outlet. Serena was arrested in July of last year. Through further investigation, detectives learned 31-year-old Andrea Serena was having sexual relationship with a 13-year-old juvenile male. Um, the, the, according to the Gazette, she initially faced two charges, uh, one for sexual assault against a child and a second for sexual assault against a child under the age of 15, one in position of trust. However, the entire, she entered a guilty plea and charged uh, incest in February. So do you agree with the mother that if um, this was a man having a child with a little girl, that she would definitely do, be doing, he'd be definitely doing a lot more time? What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And this ain't no different than that. Mm -hmm. This was a child and a grown ass adult. And she took full advantage of that little boy. Um, it's amazing if you think about it in certain states, grown men, grown men can marry little girls. Mm -hmm. It's okay. So that's, you know, that's different. Um, but it, I could not imagine, I would be in jail for some grown heifer coming for my son when he was younger. And he old now. Mm -hmm. He grown man now. But when he was younger, oh, I would be, I would probably still be in jail because I would kill her and then I would come back and kill her again. <laughs> yeah. Mm, and, and she, she used to refer to him as her son. She would call him, he would call her mom, the 31-year-old. Uh lyrics, you're your parent as well. When you hear this story, do you agree with the mother? I absolutely agree with her. If it was a man, they would roast his ass. Then he'll go to jail and be in protective custody because the dude's going to do killing or do something really, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so her, they, for her not to get any jail time, initially, like, what? That's, that's, that. she must know somebody on, 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 in the police department right. or in the something. But I, I read about this stuff all the time. Like, four or five times a year, I read about a female, a teacher, sexing these young boys. And my biggest question is like, as an adult, what in a child sexually excites you? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that questions can't for men or for women. Like, you're a child, get out of here, go play. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. But there's some sick people out here, man, and they should sock it to her, man. I um, I would probably appeal it myself. Mm -hmm. it's only the I don't even know. They made it no, they made a deal with her. So they made a deal and she probably allocated in court. Um, and that deal got her to 90 days. I wonder if she's gonna be um registered as a sex offender. Right. Because she should be, I, I think they go up to level three. She should be a level three sex offender. She shouldn't be nowhere around nobody's children ever again in life. Right. Here, she she needs to be on the registry for the rest of her life. She was a teacher, so these people, these these parents are placing you, their child in your, arm, your hands for you to take care of them and teach them, and you taking advantage of that, so they, I mean, right, she should be a sex, registered sex offender for the rest of her natural life. So, so this is the only one we know about. Imagine the ones that we don't know about. Mm -hmm. Because, because it's not, it's not in society standards comfortable for a young man 
to come and say that somebody is raping him or sexually abusing him. Right. They don't, they don't make hell. It ain't comfortable for women half the time. But they mm -hmm. damn sure don't make it easy if you're you're a man or a boy who is being abused, sexually molested, or raped. They don't make it easy to be like this is what's happening. Because I'd be like, oh, you should be happy. You got a grown woman that wants you. See, that's some sick, twisted thinking. And I hope she meets. I don't know if y'all know who Fleece Johnson is. <laughs> but I hope she meets Fleece Johnson in jail. If you know who Fleece Johnson is, I need you to watch the boondocks. And he said, we can either do this the easy way or the hard way. Right. You either going to take the booty or you going to give them the booty. That's all. <laughs> mm, mm -mm. And you know, I saw this um, special on excuse me on the news and they were talking about these schools and how this is how right you know how rapid this is rampant this is with teachers and students and there was one student that he um you know they found out he was messing around with this young young student and they just fired him and quickly moved him out and paid a settlement to the to the family and he's actually ended up being a teacher at another school yeah because they didn't file any criminal charges against him they just fired him they just and let so, him go so he can yeah, pop somewhere else. There was a big, a big bust with a bunch of women mm -hmm. who were caught having sex with students. It was like six of them. Yeah, I think I remember that. They were all teachers. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie, in high school I almost got one of my teachers. <laughs> you said that yesterday. <laughs> I would have stayed back one year. I would have got. Oh my God! See, we can't have this conversation. Uh -uh. Well, listen, lyrics as always. Thank you for uh, joining in tonight, Mania. Always, thank you. We'll come back when, when we come back. We have singer songwriter K Soul right back after this. Peace. shit. Yeah, just that soulful shit I be talking about, bro. Facts. Pa Dre, what up? Let's get to it. Look, I'm out west, yelling Jersey like I'm close to home. Was on the block like Moses, this ain't Post Malone. We quoting poems that we never had to plagiarize. Step into Goliath till I bring him down to David's size. A shake and fries, a complimented if you talking beef. Penny per thought is even less when your talk is cheap. These subtleties are befuddled. Nigga, walk with me. Even when I got the pen sealed, they won't sharpen me. They telling tales like these shits are really cautionary. The flow water, but really I'll be off you fairies. Nothing's arbitrary. I put that on my mama's soul. I'm a man, but for my sisters, play my mama's role. And I'm the cold, so don't stress where that diamond is. Watching me maneuver like I'm a strong with the Heimlich is. King of my city, if you ask, but they saying them, the man trying to give me the keys that I gave to him. I played it with and told Lee, I'm talking honest. Plus, I got a few bucks like I'm middle 10 and Giannis. The road was turbulent, I know to be a little bumpy. Johnson, but this rap shit got me living comfy. I get it monthly, like what you in the sentence with? Rap niggas is goofy, they always on some friendly shit. But turn your back and like honor, yeah, they been a dick. Fuck them though, let's appreciate this penmanship. Let's appreciate this penmanship. Yeah. Hey yo, hey yo. One time for all of the soldiers who never folded and did what they were supposed to do. It's only your chosen few that I can show devotion to. 
It's hard not getting emotional Cause you stayed solid despite everything you was going through Was the definition to show and prove Can't believe you're gone, but I know it's true So I sing your song in the vocal booth I wanna be close to you So I pour out some liquor in the cracks of the concrete Where the roses bloom You was my ace since the playground Dreamt of running this rap shit Giving the industry a shakedown Standing at your grave mound Feeling guilty cause shit's starting to shake now This ain't at all I was supposed to play out Just know your memory is well protected Really aggressive but when it comes to the similes I'm well respected Pouring my soul through a pencil tip If you listening, then I hope you appreciating the penmanship Yeah My soul through a pencil tip. If you listening, then I hope you appreciating the penmanship. PC, what up? Let's appreciate this penmanship. Few cigarettes I have left to manage my stress. Alcohol for my breath that burns through my chest And these Percocets I invest to handle my, handle my Reasons why I normally don't Now I usually do, usually do Roll up another one, usually two With a little C2 Until I find myself all by myself Trying to smoke and bite it to me Now I got a bitch rubbing on a tits Let her go down Bliss with a heavy wrist Let me top with a top bliss What you sipping on? Let me get down I'm living my life like I'm on top five Billboard on the charts with a hot ride Yeah, everybody listens to the top now Shorty, you missed out Shorty, you missed out I used to get this and now I kick a bitch out No, I don't I don't need you Do enough till I never have to feel you No, I
Hey, everybody, it's Charles Jenkins, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to The Stephen Knight Show. Our next guest is a talented singer-songwriter who released her latest single, Prophet of Man. Now, the highly anticipated release follows the success of her previous single, Strong Connection, which has earned her a growth in fan base and critical acclaim. Please help me welcome the very talented K-Soul. Welcome to the show. Ah, thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. I was reading up on you and you've done some great things already, but tell everyone who hasn't heard about you a little bit about your background. So I am from Chicago. Um, I was raised by my grandmother. Yep, Chi-Town. Um, I've been singing pretty much all my life, writing, being in choir, band. Um, I probably started writing original music when I was like 11 years old. Mm -hmm. So it's always been something that's a part of my life. Um, and I've been doing it professionally for about the last 10 years. Wow. Wow. Who were some of your influences uh, coming up? Uh, definitely um, my all-time favorite, Whitney Houston. You know, I love Lauryn Hill. Mm. Um, I love old school hip-hop, like LL Cool J, Boyz um, yeah. N. So, you know, I, I a, a wide range of music mm. that I love. And I know artists, you know, when we start out sometimes, we have a hard time figuring out what our sound's going to be. How did you determine what, what you wanted your sound to be? Oh, it was definitely trial and error. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people wanted to, you know, put me in a certain box. So you should be more like a Aretha Franklin sound or big ballads or, mm -hmm. you know, so it took it took me a while. It took me a few releases to really yeah. get, you know, what 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 felt right to me. Right, right. And I know you've had at least three albums out. I know you had an EP last year, but you had at least three albums out. Um when you listen to some of your earlier work, what do you think you listen to it? Do you hear the growth? Do you feel like at that time that represented me? How do you feel? I definitely feel like I hear the growth. Sometimes yeah. I listen and be like, now, why did you put that out like that? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think that's good. You know, I, I like for people, if they do go back and listen to old stuff, to be able yeah. to see it is a process. It is continuing to grow so I appreciate having those markers to kind absolutely. of gauge where I am right now absolutely and I also read you are also a full-figure model and last year your full-figure model industry award for entertainer of the year tell us about your modeling oh my gosh yes that was an honor shout out to the full-figure industry awards uh yeah. Queen magazine it's always been something that I wanted to do um I've always been a fuller figure woman even mm -hmm. as a girl growing up and you know back then you know now it's a lot more representation but right. back then it really wasn't so mm -hmm. I always felt like man it would be cool if I could represent for girls who look like me and show right. them that they can be beautiful too so mm -hmm. you know I've had some really cool opportunities I've modeled in Chicago Fashion Week yeah. I've modeled for Avenue, which is a, a national plus size brand. So it's just been something that has really gone along with fashion, which is a part of my passion anyway. Absolutely. And I heard you're an aspiring actress as well. What do you want to do with, with acting? Do you have any plans or what is your goal? You know, the acting piece was something that I've just always loved. When I was younger, um, I was in like drama clubs or, or plays at church. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I've done some extra work. I know you probably heard of Kingdom Business. So mm -hmm. I'll be on the next season of that, doing some okay. work. Um, I think for me, it's just an extension of 
being an entertainer. Right. Even when you're recording a song, you know, I'm a storyteller. So I take yeah. on, you know, whatever character I need to be to tell that story and kind of mm -hmm. get into that pocket. So I feel like the acting piece is something that just kind of further my passion and, and goes hand in hand with the music and the fashion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, your music. So tell us, what is your process when it comes to creating your, your music? Like now that you've been doing, you've been professional, doing it professionally for over 10 years. Uh, what is your process for creating a new project or a new record? I, you know, I do a lot of demoing. Um, I have my home studio set up. So I do a lot of demo. I find that one that helps me, you know, just kind of make sure my vocals and, yeah. you know, my writing, my cadence, it's a way for me to practice. Mm -hmm. um, and from there, then, you know, I may listen to it um, or let my label head listen to it and like, okay, do we think this is something that we want to move forward into, you know, a single or being a part of the project and just kind of work there and kind of go song by song, however I'm feeling it. Absolutely. Well, as I mentioned last year, you released your EP, Connections. Tell us all about the inspiration behind that project. And I know he had a lot of streams on there. Yeah, like at, this was earlier this year, you had over 50,000. So tell us, you know, about your inspiration behind that project. Connections was a project that was all about the connections we have with ourselves and with others. Um, mm -hmm. It comes after my last album, In My Mind, which was an album where I wanted to be more vulnerable and encourage people that even if they were going through, you know, a dark space or mm -hmm. something like that, that they could come out of it, that there could still be beauty even in those broken spaces. Yeah. Um, and connections was like bringing it all together, you know, because once we kind of deal with some of those uh, emotions and feelings and things that can take us to those places, I think we also have to examine the connections, you know, the people, the habits that we have, and how that also attributes to how we deal with ourselves and our lives. And so mm -hmm. um I wanted to be conceptualized because I thought that would be challenging yeah. to uh, write songs that were all connected. So it, it was really fun and something that I felt um, kind of pulled the stories together from my previous work. Absolutely. And so when you received the, you know, the uh, praise and accolades and this, the amount of support behind it, were you, because you, this was a different type of project for you, did you, what did you feel like when you received that feedback? It's still unreal, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, artists, as they say, we're sensitive about our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and because I was also trying something new musically as well, right. and you know, I I I was nervous, honestly. I'm like, oh my gosh, what if you know people think it sucks or they don't mm -hmm. get it? Or so it's been really great to to just get that positive feedback from so many different places. Um, you never do it for that, but let's be real. Yeah. It always feels good when Absolutely. your audience accepts and kind of validates what you're trying to do. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about the new single. It's called Profit of Man. Tell us all about it. Profit of Man came from a place of wanting to address 
where I feel the world is today. Yeah. You know, we see, especially with social media, so much clout chasing. So many people I feel are willing to do any and everything. It's like anything goes. Yeah. If you can get likes, if you can get views, yep. do it. And, you know, I wanted to address that because we have to be mindful of that. You know, we can't be willing to just do anything and sell our souls. You know, mm-hmm. they, people talk about that as like this big, like the devil sitting there and you're signing off, you know, right. <laughs> but it shows up in so many other ways in our lives when we're compromising our morals or our values for fame or popularity. And I, I wanted to kind of bring that conversation to the forefront with that record. Absolutely. I know you've been very intentional of making your music intentional. You know, you want to have a message. You want to have something that uh, people can take away after listening to your music. What is it that you want your current fans and new fans to know about you as an artist? I want them to know that when I'm when I'm coming to them, when they're hearing my songs, they're getting one, they're getting every piece of me. Mm -hmm. I'm arranging, I'm writing, I'm doing background vocals, you know, I'm pouring every part of my talent, but also myself into it and that it comes from a spiritual place. You know, I don't sit down and be like, Hey, I just want people to hear me sing. You know, I really try to tap into my spirituality. I pray and really try to create music that I believe and hope will help people heal and, and, and better themselves along their life journey. Mm-hmm. And what do you, what do you, how do you know when you're recording a record or even a full EP or album, how do you know it's done? It's ready to go out. How do you know that for yourself as an artist? Cause you know, I'm the kind of person I'll go back. Oh, I, I can go back and change that. Or I can go back and do that. What's your process? I do that too. <laughs> you know, you have those souls that are sitting there, you keep going back, but you know, that's, that's also where a lot of my spirituality comes in. Yeah. You know, when it gets to a point where it's really feeling good to me and mm-hmm. it's like, yo, yeah, I'm vibing to this because I do feel like you have to like what you're creating too, yeah. right? You want to yeah. put out things that you yourself don't like. Um, and then I just kind of trust God for the rest because let's be real, there's a million ways to write a song. Exactly. We could play the same Prophet of Man track for someone and they could come up with a whole different mm-hmm. concept. So I think it's a confidence thing too. You just have to finally decide like, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm done. Mix and master it. I want to hear it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So what's next for you? Um, I am starting the um, festival circuit. So I just finished performing at Multicultural Festival. I also did the uh, Sweet Arbor Fest. Um, I'm getting ready to go um, to do a Juneteenth festival in a couple, you know, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got another show lined up in Chicago for an award show. So kind of just, you know, performing for the summer. We're we're pushing Profit of Man. It's doing really well. So I'm excited about that. I got some, a few other songs, you know, kind of in my bag, just in case I need them. So we haven't decided if I'm gonna put those out just yet. But I think for the summer is just pushing this single and performing and just trying to, you know, get out there in front of people. Pretty much, you're gonna be outside. You're gonna be yeah, outside. Basically, we outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was asking another question. Oh, what what is your preference? Do you prefer, uh, prefer performing live or creating in the studio, or is it hand in hand? It's definitely both. 
Yeah, yeah. I love the process. My gosh, I just I just love you know just coming in and seeing what I can come up with. But then I also love bringing it to life on stage yeah. and you yes. know seeing people's like real time reaction to mm-hmm. the music. So it's really both. Absolutely. The single is called Prophet of Man. Tell everybody where they can uh, find out everything about you and keep up all the wonderful things you have going on. Uh, you can keep up with me on my website, www.ksoulmusic.com. From there, you can get to me on my social. I'm really active on my Instagram at ksoulmusic. And my music is streaming on all your favorite platforms, Spotify, Apple, wherever, wherever you like to listen to your music, you can find me. Listen, our thanks goes out to Kay Soul for joining us tonight. Again, her new single, Profit of Man, is available wherever you buy your music. And for more information, you can visit our website at stephenknightshow.com. And we will be right back after this.
Stephen Knight show Adam you holding it down tonight solo how's it going uh, it's going good Stephen we're enjoying great weather in DC yes. the uh the pollen's still out there so allergies are acting up uh probably for a while now but yeah it's been really good yeah I was in uh Richmond Virginia over the weekend visiting my family mm. and they had called for rain the whole weekend it was beautiful beautiful and sunny the whole weekend 
yeah we had rain a little bit on saturday maybe for like half an hour an hour it was nothing so yeah uh, i'm glad you got to see your family too that's always fun yes 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 what's going on world of movie reviews yeah, so I saw finally Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, uh, and for anyone unaware, it's the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie taking place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and this is the first Guardian movies after the Avengers Endgame, so I don't know what phase Marvel is calling it, but this is the the post-Endgame post kind of post-Thanos movies that are coming out and this one follows the story of rocket raccoon and it starts with an injury and he is dying and so the guardians are looking for a way to help him out which means they have to learn about his past and throughout the film we're getting a little bit of a flashback of how rocket became who he was and how he kind of got out of the situation he was in um all while the rest of the guardians are kind of going through their adventures and I can't go too much into it about kind of his past, but uh, without spoiling it too much, but this one uh, directed by James Gunn, as he did the other ones is pretty fun. It's a good Marvel movie. If you're looking for something that's not, um, I think some of the recent movies like Ant- Ant-Man is a little bit confusing with the whole multiverse quantum mania, this whole yeah. other levels. And you have to like watch the TV shows to know this, this uh, everything else. This one stands alone on its own pretty well. Uh, all the characters you love are back. Groot is now kind of more back into his adult phase. Um, he's, to me, is a little weird looking. He feels like the original Groot was more CGI. This one is like a guy in a suit with some CGI, but um, overall, it's a fun story. Uh, I will say, you know, this is a movie where since we're learning about Rocket's past, if you're a little sensitive to like animal cruelty or mutilation, there's not too much of it in it, but there's enough that, you know, just be careful because you might tear up to see what happens with uh, him and his past. But overall, it was a good one. this is probably the best post-Endgame movie since Shang-Chi, uh, if you're a Marvel fan. So this is really just kind of taking it back to its roots. Uh, I guess the only other minor complaint is that it's two and a half hours. Again, you can shave off 30 minutes. We don't need movies that are longer than two hours, especially superhero movies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, we know what's going on, and there was some filler in this movie that they could have cut out. But overall... You know what you're getting when you're going to these movies, a fun adventure, and, you know, Guardians has a lot of fun songs, too. So um highly recommend if you're looking for kind of a fun superhero movie to fill your summer. Nice, nice. Anything coming down the pipeline? So, you know, I've been on the fence about Little Mermaid. Uh, first of all, I'm not, like, into kids' movies that much. Uh, and I remember a little bit of the original, but, uh, you know, we were a, more of a Lion King home growing up, but it's been getting good reviews. So for what it is. So I, I think I might give that a shot. I know that comes out this weekend for Memorial day. And then the other big one is again, this one I'm more on the fence of is the Indiana Jones. Oh yeah. Way too old sequel. I already got a stand ovation. Um, and he- one of the, or something was it something in cans yeah yeah and it's yeah. i don't know i mean they love standing ovations there and that's good i mean harrison ford definitely deserves the award yeah. uh you know the ovation he got i just i'm I still lady is old 
Right? Yeah. Yeah. He is 80 years old. And just, you know, I have a certain image of Indiana Jones. And I just feel like, you know, when you put him in that that form, it might ruin it for me. But we'll see. So those are the two big ones. I remember seeing the trailer for it. I did laugh. There was a funny scene where uh, he pulls out a sword at the table and everyone, you know, and then they all pull out guns. <laughs> 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 yes it's it's got some good callbacks so uh yeah. again i think they'll probably do a good job but i'm still a little leery of it yeah i'm actually going to a screening of little mermaid on thursday uh, oh nice yeah. yeah so um yeah that it's getting great reviews that's not a movie i would go see exactly but, right but you know it's free screening i'll go <laughs> yeah yeah and you know with those free screenings you gotta get there early because uh yeah they just give them to everyone so not yeah. everyone but you know what i mean I know what you mean. Yeah, I went to. I think the last screen I went to was uh, Norbit. <laughs> wow, that's like twenty years ago. I know, I know, but <laughs> I'll tell you, it was hilarious. The screen, and you know, you couldn't even watch the movie because you're laughing so much, you would miss parts of it. You know, but anyway. <laughs> well, I'm sure Eddie Murphy would be happy to hear that. <laughs> right, because it didn't do well in the box office. Yeah, correct. But it's a cool classic. It's a cool classic. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I might give it a shot if you think it's good. Uh, yeah. Did you end up watching the Mother? No, I didn't uh, because I was traveling, but someone brought that up over the weekend and they thought it was a good movie. And I said, well, it didn't get great reviews on my show, but someone said, you will like it. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a, we need a Stephen Knight approved movie. Exactly. Logo, yeah. And I, that also movie about the Air Jordans. Um, oh yeah. My Air. oldest brother, he, he, uh, he liked that movie a lot. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I just, I don't know if I can convince myself to watch two hours about a shoe brand, but we'll mm -hmm. see. Well, I asked him, I said, who, they asked, no, someone asked him, who played uh, Michael Jordan? They said they really didn't show him much. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, when you and take I, out the, I can tell that in the trailer. Yeah. Yep, yeah. they took the best part of the, the story out of it. So we'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, thank you for letting us know it's been our time, money, on and whatnot. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks a lot. Right back after this. Reminiscing, remembering We used to get it And argue with mama like him again Tell her I love you And she just say Why you defending him? This time when love's innocence We was like souls innocent Finishing all of your sentences Friends would say They go your twin again Yes, I'm just missing Lower the voices Lower the noises Put on an album Turn on the volume Make love in the shower Like they close the hours Trying to vibe Trying to kick it with ya Give it two times Fifty with ya Feel like the time of your life Every minute with you Now I see the bigger We were picture. supposed to be good Different and I'll never get it They comment and mention Three more motion pictures A vision that's something that's so open-ended
it the difference we did it from humble beginnings ain't winning if all of it really was in it ain't winning if all of it really was in it guess what i'm saying why is it sinning why are we in this space lower the voices lower the noises put on an album turn on the volume make love in the shower like take all the hours trying to vibe trying to kick it with you give it two times 50 with you like the time of your life, every minute with you Now I see the bigger picture We were picture. supposed to be good So many levels All right, all right. This is R. Prophet, formerly of the Grammy-nominated group Nappy Roots. My new book is the number one bestseller on Amazon. Ryan Prophet from Grams to Grammys. Check it out. And you're watching The Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to The Stephen Knight Show. Now it's time to highlight our Black-owned business, which is Be Rooted. Be Rooted was founded to create a safe space for women of color to feel seen and heard in everyday life said CEO and founder Jasmine Foster. The brand was recognized in the Times 100 Most Influential Companies of 2022 and was the first Black-owned stationary brand to line Target stores shelved in 2021. She says, it's not lost upon me that my ancestors fought for their freedom so that I could live out my wildest dreams. I feel immense pride in being able to build my wildest dreams while also building bridges for the next generation. Again, it's Be Rooted. There'll be a link in the bio of this video. Listen, our thanks goes out to Kay Soul for joining us tonight. Her single, Prophet of Man, is available now. And I hope you have a great Memorial Day weekend. We'll see you again soon. Good night.